Welcome to the Breakthrough and Bloom podcast. My name is Kelsey Marks, and I am your host and your Breakthrough BFF. My mission in the world is to help women who are interested in spirituality really, truly understand who they are at the core of their being, guiding them through the process of healing themselves and really honing into what it means to be human. I intend to be an open channel to allow insights to flow in that help you break through to the next level of who you were always meant to be. With these conversations, we're going to shift some perspectives, okay? And we're going to give you a new way to live the life that you live, allowing the opportunity to truly manifest what it is that you desire. So if you're looking to break through to the next level of who you are, to live the life of your dreams, and to gain a deeper understanding of spiritual topics, well, you have come to the right place. And I know we're going to have so much fun together, and I am beyond excited to have these conversations with you. So let's go ahead and get started, shall we? Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm so glad you're here because today we're going to be talking about everyone's least favorite F word. That's right. Failure. I was thinking about this this morning when I was doing yoga, just the way that like we've been conditioned to look at failure and how honestly that perspective of it, it's not serving us. How many times have we stopped ourselves from even trying something or beginning something because we're just so afraid of failure, whether it's a private failure that only you would have to endure like by yourself or something that's super public and on display for others to witness. And that's what I want to talk about today, failure and how we can change the way we view it so that we can actually use it to our advantage instead of letting it debilitate us from even taking the first step from ever starting or taking any action at all. First and foremost, though, I want to make this super incredibly clear for you. You don't have to achieve great things in life, okay? You don't have to achieve great things in life to justify the fact that you exist. And Ranger agrees. (laughs) It's okay for you to just exist. It's okay for you to rest. It's okay for you to just be. Just because your time maybe hasn't come yet for these grandiose achievements or these amazing accomplishments, it doesn't mean that they're not on their way either. So let's give ourselves just a break here, okay? (laughs) There is no level of knowledge, no level of money, no level of anything that you need to get or have or be in order to justify your existence. You are alive. And because of that, you are a literal miracle. You are amazing, just as you are right now. And you get the opportunity to create a life however you want to do it. There's no rules, there's no limits, there's no guidebook. You get to create a life however the hell you want to create a life. And there's no justifications or approvals or anything like that that has to come prior to that. And with this, we also can't compare ourselves to other people's successes because we're all on our unique journeys, 
all on our own journeys, going at our own pace with our own goals and our own lessons and our unique desires and things that we're going to be learning and experiencing all based on what we want to learn and experience and grow from. And on top of that, We all have our own definitions of success too. So not only are our paths all different and unique, but the way that we define success within our paths, within our journeys are unique as well. Because what success looks like for me might not be what success looks like for you. Maybe for you, it's to have a big, beautiful house with a white picket fence, lots of kids running around hosting family events and maybe having like a high level corporate job. For me, it's freedom from a nine to five. I don't care to climb a corporate ladder. It's me traveling the world. It's me not having kids, actually. It's making um, a positive impact on those around me. Moving up the corporate ladder again, it just doesn't interest me. It's, it's not my definition of success, but I know plenty of people that do feel this way, that do think, you know, climbing a corporate ladder is the epitome of success. Becoming like a CFO, a CEO of a business that maybe isn't yours, but you grew up grew up you moved up in the ladder like that's success for some people but that's not success for me so how can I compare myself to them if I don't have the same goals if I don't define success in the same way and even if you're thinking okay well this person is doing what I want. It they are the epitome of what I consider success. Great. You have similar definitions of success, but the way in which you achieve this success is unique to you. You can't follow the same exact steps someone else took. You can definitely look at it and get inspired by it and maybe put a plan together, but you have to understand that following someone else's exact steps is not going to work for you because you're not them. Even like if you had a twin and you had the same exact desires, the same exact definition of success, your paths are going to be different because you are you. You are unique. And the journey that you have to go through to get to a place of what you consider success is going to be unique for you. So you can absolutely be inspired by other people. And maybe even at first, you are using some of the tools or the path that they've taken. Ranger is very animated about this right now. Give me one moment so I can help him feel better. (laughs) Okay, I'm not going to lie. The urge to want to edit that out is strong, but I'm not going to because that's not how I actually edit my podcast at all. I really don't cut anything out. This is really stream of consciousness. Um, Everything that comes out, I keep. So enjoy Ranger's barking. Sorry about it. I know that was pretty loud. He's probably going to do it again at some point too because Jordan's on his way home. And um, to be honest, I don't even uh, know where I left off. Let's see. I was talking about... Oh, yeah. That sometimes it's, you know, it is okay for you to look at other people's paths that they have taken on success and taken things and try them for yourself. But go in with the expectation knowing that it may or may not work for you because you are you and you are not them. And the thing too is that 
life in general, it's not about the end desire or the goal or the object or whatever that is. To be successful, honestly, in my opinion, just means that you feel a certain way, right? So whatever your definition of success is, take a second to look at what you think having this, having XYZ, having the job, having the relationship, having the children, having the traveling, like whatever it is, what does that make you feel? Because that is what success is. It isn't an object. It's not a house. It's not a money. It's not a thing. It's that feeling. So what is the feeling for you that success brings? Because listen, if you work at a certain feeling on a regular basis, the how begins to unfold for you. And this is why I say you can't compare yourselves to others because the how isn't supposed to come first. It's really not. And it's it's really the simple act of feeling, of being in the emotions that means success. And that is what your first step is, is just embracing that, that emotion, embracing that feeling. How can you bring it into your present moment now? And the rest unfolds for you right in front of your own very beautiful eyes. And you begin to live a life that's even more fulfilling than your imagination could have thought because you're not so focused on the how and what it looks like. Rather, you're just focused on the feeling. You're just focused on what it means to be successful and how you can embrace that now, how you can feel into it now. And you let the the rest, the how, what it looks like unfold in front of you. And that's is true freedom, true creative freedom. You're not limiting yourself to only being able to be successful in a certain way that you think is what it is. If you just allow yourself to focus on the feeling, the rest unfolds. It absolutely unfolds for you and it's going to be more beautiful than you could have ever imagined. Okay, so failure. Let's get back to failure, right? (laughs) And the fear of failure. And this is something that I am very well acquainted with. And what was really interesting for me is that this fear of failing, like publicly failing, uh, not so much like humiliation or anything, but like putting myself out there, creating something that I like poured my heart and soul into and just not getting like the response or the quote unquote success that I had set out for um, and doing it in a really public way, which was a huge block for me in starting my business last year. And I could not figure out for the life of me why I was struggling with this. And I was struggling so hard against this fear of failure for months when I decided I wanted to start a business. And I kept procrastinating and I kept pushing things off and I kept saying, oh, I'll I'll like buy this thing later because it meant that I was taking it more seriously. And I was doing all of this procrastination because of this fear of failure. And I just couldn't like stomach the idea of being like, hey everyone, this is me. I'm really good at Reiki and shadow exploration and rewriting the past and feeling just like way better in your day to day come work with me like that like I just couldn't like do it at first because what if someone saw me fail after I had proclaimed that I was like really good at this what if someone saw the business flop after I said like I'm really good at this what if someone saw that I had no clients come in 
that doesn't go hand in hand with being really good at something, right? And it wasn't even about the money, to be honest. Like, I wasn't afraid of failing because of, like, a poor investment, like losing money. The fear of failure for me was failing at getting my message across, was failing at connecting, was failing at helping others, at proving my worth, at showcasing my skills. So at this point, I had been doing a lot of introspection and a lot of shadow exploration myself for the past year or two beforehand. So I was really familiar with like acknowledging that a feeling was rising up in my body and being able to trace it back to a time in my life where I had felt it before, or maybe even to the point where it had started the first time I had experienced it. But this, (laughs) this fear of public failure, I had never experienced in my life. Not that I could recall at least, but I couldn't remember a time where I had failed in the public eye. Like, put my heart out there on a project and just have it fucking flop for everyone to see. Like, that had never happened. And not even, like, on a smaller scale either. Like, I could not remember a time that this had happened. (laughs) So I'm over here thinking and thinking and journaling and, like, trying to get to the root of it. And I'm just not getting anywhere as to why. And granted, remember, this was, like, two years ago. So my skills at shadow exploration, shadow work, aren't the same as they are now. Um, But that was how I did shadow work back then. And I was looking for that root cause in my present life. Um, What I had done a lot then was, like, putting an experience in my past with an emotion that I felt. And then I took the time to rewrite the response that I had to it. But since I couldn't pinpoint a time to be able to rewrite the response, I'm over here like, what the fuck do I do? Like, I know I need to move past this, but I I can't pinpoint where it's happening for me to rewrite it. So this is where I decided to get my first past life regression done. And if you've never heard of a past life regression, it's basically like a guided meditation that connects you to another version of yourself that's living in a different reality. So I believe in the fact that we are multifaceted beings with infinite versions of ourselves that are experienced life right now as well. So not only versions of like ourselves, like me, Kelsey, but like other versions of my soul in different incarnations in different bodies on different planets, like different timelines, all of that. And the healing methodology that's called past life regressions, I think it's called that because a lot of times you do go into like previous experiences or previous existences that you had. Um, But I have had some, actually two of the three that I've had didn't have a time on it. I didn't, I didn't think of when it was. I couldn't tell if it was the future or the past. And honestly, it really didn't matter. It wasn't important at all. Um, I just think it's called past life because most of them go to the past, but honestly, you could go to a future timeline too. Time isn't real anyways, right? (laughs) It's just a construct within this dimension. Um, But anyways, back to the reading I had done. So this was my first past life regression. And the reason why I wanted to do this was because I felt like this fear was literally debilitating. Like I couldn't move past it. I couldn't do things because I was just like so anxious about it. And yet I had no logical explanation as to why. I couldn't be like, oh, well, because this happened before or like I saw this happen to someone else before that I loved and it did this to them. Like it didn't exist in anywhere in this life that I could remember. I couldn't make sense of it. I couldn't 
pinpoint it. And at that point in my life, if I couldn't logically make sense as to why I was feeling something, I didn't know how to move past it, how to release it. Now I do, by the way. (laughs) Uh, The way I do shadow exploration is so different now. It's kind of wild because it's only been like a year from then to now, from when I had my first past life regression to now. But the way that I process things are so different. Um, Anyways, back to the story. I keep sidetracking. So in my regression, I had set the intention to figure out why I was so afraid of public failure. I want to go and I won't go into the um, tiny details, but basically this is, this is what happened. It was back in the early like 1900s, late 1800s, I think this past life that I went into. Um, I don't really remember to be honest, but it was back in time when the theater was like really popping. Um, like that was the form of entertainment and my regression, because it's like a guided meditation, you get led into it. So it started with me on a stage in a theater and I just got the sense that it was like the 1900s, late 1800s. Um, you know, the theaters with like those luxurious velvet chairs and the balconies and the huge red curtains, like bougie theater that I was on. And I'm on the stage and I notice that I'm a man. And when I look at myself, I actually, I looked like my husband, which I think is so funny. I was, I was a man. I had a thick black mustache and dark hair. I had like a top hat, like Abraham Lincoln, like it was a vibe. Okay. (laughs) And as we dug into the session, I discovered that I was a man who was doing a play acting in a one-man show. And this show I had written as a story of my life, like real deep expression of myself. And at first I had the feeling that no one showed up. Like it was a total flop, total failure, that no one gave a shit, no one came to my show. And as we kept moving forward in the progression, I realized that I had a wife at the time who uh, was actually Jordan. So AO, role reversal in that life. (laughs) And she was super, super supportive of me. So when I started like taking the time to notice like, oh, I did have someone supporting me. Then I started to notice that the theater was filling and it was filling and it was filling. And then it was totally full like sold out show, totally full of people in the audience. And I was getting a standing ovation. And when I looked out into the crowd, there was only one seat in the front row that was empty that I had reserved for my father. My father in that life didn't support my dream of becoming an actor, uh, was very mean towards it, said, I don't know exactly what he said. Obviously, I'm not in that life, but like just making me feel like shit for wanting to follow my dreams. And all I ever wanted in that life was his support. And I never got it. And I had also gotten the sense that this was the last time I had ever acted in this life, that I had done two shows and he didn't come to either of them. And it was like I did the whole show for him. It's like I didn't even do it for myself. I did it for him. And the fact he didn't come, it was a failure. What I didn't realize was that there was people in the audience who were crying, who felt seen, heard, and not alone for the first time ever in their life. That I had literally connected and helped those who came to watch. And this regression had given me so much clarity, so many answers, so many light bulbs. And during all of this, 
you're like feeling exactly as if you were in that body. That's what's really cool about these regressions is that you're really like getting into it and feeling it. So of course I'm like sobbing during this, right? Because I can feel everything that I felt in that life. And because of that, I can also release what's happening as well because I had clarity now, you know, I saw a different way to view what had happened here. And it was actually super successful. My play was super successful. And even if someone I loved didn't support me, I was still making a positive impact on the world. And it gave me a new perspective of putting my heart into a project and giving it to the world. And it helped me feel better about it. Like while I didn't become fearless, I was no longer debilitated by this. And this past life regression was the first one that I had done. And it was so cool for me because I instantly felt better afterwards because I had been trying to like dig up this feeling and release it for months now. And, and now that I had something that just made sense and logically doesn't make sense a past life regression so much, maybe not, but I believe in it. But I also felt it like I felt the release because I, I tapped into that version of me and allowed it to be rewritten in the way I would have done if it was something that happened in this life, the same kind of thing. And when I, I look back now, I know that version of myself, um, the version of myself, not in the past life. So when I look back now and I look at the version of myself who started the business, I can see that I was projecting a small version of myself. I was scared. I was still holding back. Um, but you know what? I, I was doing it now, at least. This past life regression had helped me start to take some action. And I was starting even though I was afraid of the way that I was appearing to others. And listen, by plenty of people's definition of success, technically, my last business was a fucking failure. <laughs> I didn't profit. I lost by a couple grand as well. I was offering different session types and I wasn't getting any new clients. I was putting new things out there and no one was biting. I was marketing myself and not seeing anybody new come in. And in the last six months of my lease at my office space, I didn't have a single fucking client come in. I was paying for an office space and I, I didn't have any money coming in. My office space is now rented out to my wonderful Reiki lady, Debbie, which is perfect because I can still use it, but also she's there like every day. So it makes me feel so much better that the space is being used. Anyways, by the definition of money and clients and social media growth and all of that things, Cosmic Crow Healing technically was a flop. It failed. But when I look back at it, I don't feel that way at all. And the fact that it doesn't exist anymore, that, you know, I've stopped Cosmic Crow Healing and I've moved into this podcast and Breakthrough and Bloom and the coaching with that. And the fact that that isn't my business anymore, that I've pivoted, um, that I've basically started over. It doesn't change the fact that I see my last business as a success. I see it as a wild success. I don't see it as a failure. And the reason why is because Cosmic Crow Healing, I have learned, wasn't for others. <laughs> it wasn't for other people to learn and grow through. It was for me. The amount of growth that starting that business forced me to do, the amount of triggers <laughs> that it gave me, the amount of discomfort that I had to push through was insane. It was just massive. And the version of myself now versus 
the version of myself a year ago is so different already in just one year. And that business was a massive, massive part of it. And I don't know that it would have happened, this growth, if I didn't do it. And a year ago, I still struggled with sharing myself vocally, creatively. I didn't know how to explain what it was that I did. I didn't know how to sell myself. I didn't, I didn't know what an elevator pitch was. <laughs> and, and I didn't even know how to do an elevator pitch either. And the thought of telling someone that I did Reiki, it made me nervous. Like, could I explain this in a way that makes sense? And that business had pushed me and has taught me so much. It had given me the opportunity to learn about business in general, about taxes with business, which that was overwhelming, about social media and marketing, about Reiki, about coaching. And it taught me how to speak. It taught me how to listen better. It taught me how to help others in the best way possible. And most importantly, it taught me how to not care about an end result. It taught me to let go of all of the quote-unquote goals that I had placed. Because I was so focused on making money or hitting client goals or follower goals at the beginning of it all that it started to lose like its spark. It started to not be fun anymore. And I was stressed out about it. And when I had just let it be as it was, and I stopped trying to force shit to happen, which is back in like February. This is when I started not getting like a single client or a single inquiry for the rest of that time until like now, which is like August. And that's when I felt like the weight come off. I'm in a really lucky position, I know this, that I have a job that pays for my life, that pays enough for me to invest thousands of dollars in myself to see what will happen. And I am very grateful for this. And there are some days that it is very hard for me because I want to be like a thousand percent into my business, but I also know that my job is allowing me the opportunity of the business, of the, of the business, of the business to begin with. Um... And the fact that I don't have to make ends meet with my business, with clients, with social media, all of that things, I now have a totally different perspective when it comes to how I want to show up in the world. There's less stress. There's less need to be perfect. There's less need to do all of the things people say I should be doing, all of the like coaches and social media experts on online, which that was overwhelming for a time too. I got like sucked into that hole, which again, I was trying to compare myself or follow the paths that other people had taken and it wasn't working for me. It really wasn't. So in June this year, I kept getting the feeling that Cosmic Crow healing was like done and that I was meant to move on. And it wasn't like the feeling of like, oh my God, I failed. I'm running away from it. It was just more like, "Mm," like I'm ready to graduate almost. So I had gotten a reading done by this lovely woman named Brenda Edwards. She does all of my readings and is always insanely spot on. Like she told me to the month when Jordan was going to get a new job two years ago. Anyways, she's in Springfield, Mass, if you're local, but she also actually does Zoom sessions too, which is just as good. It's brendaedwards.com. Um, yeah, anyway, so she confirmed for me the things that I was feeling and she helped me see that cosmic crow healing really was for me to learn and grow through. And this new desire I had to make this podcast to create online coaching 
to create masterclasses, to create retreats, to create breakthrough and bloom, uh, this business was for others. And I had to go through Cosmic Crow Healing, that whole experience, that whole year to get to this point. And it makes total sense. I could not have made this company, Breakthrough and Bloom, this podcast, and have my current coaching style if it wasn't going through Cosmic Crow Healing first. I learned what worked. I learned what didn't work. I learned a lot about what didn't work. I learned what I liked. I learned a lot of what I didn't like. And I built confidence in myself, in my abilities, in my ability to say what my price is, to price myself appropriately for the amount of energy that I'm putting into it, in finding my voice. And all of this is to say that I just think we have been looking at failure all wrong. And the fact that something doesn't come to fruition in the way that you had hoped or expected, or doesn't meet societal norms of success, doesn't mean it's a failure. Not at all. And maybe what success actually is, is in the aspects of your life that maybe you weren't looking at, that maybe you weren't expecting, but had growth. Maybe it's personal growth instead of financial growth. Maybe it's confidence instead of followers. Maybe it's clarity in your mission instead of a full calendar of bookings. And I'm going to be honest, I wouldn't trade what I have gained in knowledge over the past year for the money. I wouldn't. I honestly wouldn't. Because this version of me now is so comfortable with who she is. I'm clearly expressing myself in a way I never have been able to in my entire life. And all of my weird woo shit that I love to do, I'm just embracing and talking about so much easier with people and including my husband. <laughs> and I'm clearly sharing how I feel. I'm embracing myself in a way that I have never done before. I'm hugging people now. I'm a, I'm a hugger now. <laughs> like I initiate hugs now. I'm telling people that I love them with ease and with no discomfort. I find myself being the one to say, I love you first sometimes. And I don't feel anxious when I tell someone my rate for Reiki. I don't feel like I need to lower the price because we're friends. I don't feel scared that I'm too expensive anymore. I don't feel worried that I might come off a little too woo or a little too intense. And none of this would be if it wasn't for the business that I had, if it wasn't for all that it had forced me to go through. So it's not a failure at all. It's a failure in the way of, okay, maybe I didn't reach the goals that I had set out, but it's not a failure because I had grown so much that I hadn't, I wasn't expecting to, to begin with. So I had gained more than I thought I would. It was just in a different way than what I had set out to achieve. So let's reframe the way we look at failing that, okay, sure, maybe specific goals weren't met that you had put down that you were striving for, but what did you gain instead? And even if you're thinking, well, I gained nothing, you did. You gained perspective. You've gained knowledge. You've gained something. You've gained like the knowledge that I don't want to do that again, or that didn't feel good, or that doesn't inspire me. That doesn't fill my cup. So maybe you didn't get a bunch of yeses, but you got clarity on what your no's aren't. So when you start over again, because of a quote-unquote failure, or you pivot, or you change completely, you're 
not really starting from ground zero. You have a whole new set of perspectives and knowledge in your toolkit. You have clarity on what it is you do want and what you don't want. So it really isn't ground zero. You're like on the second floor now. And sure, it's not the penthouse suite that you were hoping for, but it's not the basement either. So let's not get focused on what we think success is. The goals, the metrics, the money. And let's just fucking create, okay? Let's just be who we are. And let the magic of who we are be what shines and help unfold the life we want for ourselves. When we just embrace who we are and let our hearts sing, we can let life just unfold as opposed to trying to make our voice fit a a goal or a deadline or a timeline or expectations that we think is what's going to bring us happiness. Again, bringing this back to the beginning of the episode here, let's not focus on the plans, on the hows, on the steps. Let's just focus on the feeling more so and let the steps unfold in front of us and know that if a pivot or a change is happening, it's because it's meant to. Because maybe what we were doing before just doesn't serve us anymore. Because maybe we've learned the lessons that we've needed to learn and that it maybe have just, it was just totally personal as opposed to like a financial gain. It was more of a mental gain, emotional gain, confidence gain, whatever it is. Just don't, you know, get focused on the missing father in the theater. Don't get focused on something that is an end result. Just create and know that someone else in that theater is so happy that you did it. Ooh, you like my little analogy with my past life? (laughs) And the thing is too, most people, they're gonna actually silently enjoy what you do more often than tell you that they do enjoy it. More often than they reach out and congratulate you or comment how great it is. It's just the way it is. Think about it yourself. How often are you like silently following people that you enjoy, but you never actually reach out to them and say, hey, I love your work. It's just, it is what it is. You just have to know that there are people who are silently appreciating you. And at the end of the day, the only voice you truly need to hear appreciation from is yourself. So just keep being nice to yourself. (laughs) Keep appreciating yourself in the journey that you're on and release the expectations that you have to meet certain goals. Set the expectations that you want to feel a certain way work on that. I'm telling you, the rest is just going to like fall into place. So with this, I hoped that you enjoyed today's episode. And if this resonated with you, send this to someone that you love. Let's like help each other win. Okay. (laughs) Let's help each other change what it means to be successful. Let's make it not so fucking stressful to be successful. Let's change what it means to fail and maybe we can just see failure as more of like a pivot as opposed to like something that means you suck because it really doesn't at all also leave me a review or comment down below this helps me know what you're enjoying and also what you want to hear more of and also don't forget to subscribe too so then you know when every episode drops on friday and you can be the first to listen And make sure you're following me on Instagram at Breakthrough and Bloom to get all of the behind the scene content and lots of other helpful tips and tricks. And if no one has told you this today, 
I am proud of you. You're doing amazing, sweetie. And I love you. I love you. I love you. And I'll catch you in the next one. <laughs>